Hello, welcome to another McLaren Fans Podcast. It's been a very busy week in the world of McLaren. And uh, here, as always, to discuss stuff, we've got Sarah. Say hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. And, of course, uh, Andy Rumson. Say hello, Andy. Hello, Andy. So, yeah, it's been quite a busy week. We've had a car launch. We've had a one kit launch and another kit launch. We've had um, quite a few other things happening. We've had a shakedown going on at Silverstone, where once again it seemed like it rained. But we'll get <laughs> on to that later. As, as it does. As it does. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, and then hopefully later on we can we can mention something that uh, the three of us were part of earlier in this week, um, but we're still waiting for a, a little bit of a nod in the right direction to mention that. So let's see what happens. So let's go. Let's talk about the MCL 38 car launch. Now, obviously, McLaren launched the livery um, back in January, wasn't it? Caught us all by surprise. We'd we'd not got we'd not even got out of podcast hibernation, and um, basically had to do an emergency podcast. Uh, at least this time we knew what was kind of coming up, and we could plan a little bit better for this. And you know, sort of pencil in a date and have everybody ready. Podcast um, hibernation that makes us sound like we're little hedgehogs, and we go and go and hide in a pile of leaves, doesn't it? I like that. I, I don't yeah. mind doing the bit before hibernation, which is eating a lot of food. I'll do that oh, every yes. day. You need to build your stores up. Yep, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I, certainly, I've done that over the years. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So we got the launch of the car on Wednesday, um, early in the morning. It was pretty good. And, um, yeah, you know, I think, there's, I think there's plenty more to see on it. I think there's definitely uh, some things that we've, we've hidden. You know, a bit of duct tape over here. Something kind of hidden with the dark that video is. Like the the yeah. thirty five second video, whatever it is, that that is shot with a black filter in front of a black screen with a black background and zero lighting going on, so we can't see yeah. any details. It's yeah. beautiful. And, and when the car was going out of the garage on the things that have been put on socials, the camera is at the right angle to show only show the bits that they'd like to show. But that's fine because that's playing the game. Yeah, we don't want to give Love it all it. away. Every other team's <laughs> going to be doing the same thing. You know. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But. Isn't it great that we think we've got stuff which we don't want to share with other people because we think it's going to be amazing? Innovation. Yes. Let's hope so. Yeah. Let's let's you know, given the given last year where we're all oh they blurred out the side pods and then oh. uh -huh. but this year none of us are talking about it actually gonna be sort of like, you know, we've we've got a quite optimistic. I think we've finished the season strong. It's interesting though that it, it definitely is a, you know, if you look at the car, it looks different. It's different to last year. I mean, there's, it shares some DNA, you can tell, but I reckon there's a lot changed on that car from last year and a lot that we probably didn't put on last year's car for the last couple of months. So, well, you know, you know how early on they start the development of the next yeah. year's car. So, you know, they're, they're thinking about that from very, very early on. And we're all aware of that from previous seasons and from what you read about with other teams. But 
Yeah, you know, I'm very optimistic this year because I'll tell you one reason. <laughs> well, last year we didn't start well and look how we ended up. So, you know, I, I feel I feel quite good about however we start, we know the team are going to be pushing, pushing, pushing. Um, and that gives me a great feeling inside. So do, do you feel the same way? Um, yeah. Go on, Andy. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, as always. Good, good. Yes. Um, I <laughs> I think we'll get, I think we'll do well this year. Um, yep. But as always, I will not read anything into times at bar in test. Even if we top the sheets, I'm not going to get too carried away. But, um, you know. I think I might do. <laughs> do you know what? Well, Irrespective of the times in the bar in test, I'm still putting a fiver on us to win the championship. But I do that every do year, that. even I, when I we don't have break last year. <laughs> All right, all right. We always put a few wages on. The constructors or the drivers? Oh, both. See, I'll do. I'll do three bets. Yeah. Right. Well, why don't why don't we all take a bet each, and all put a fiver on, right? And then whoever wins, they get to choose who to give that to as a charity or something. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. You do that? I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. the other two losers have to do a forfeit of the other oh. person's choosing. Within reason. I'm not wearing a Red Bull shirt or a Ferrari shirt, nothing like that. <laughs> just just remember later in the podcast to, to remind me to mention bets or wages. Just just keep that one up here. So I'm um, just popping back onto the optimism we're facing. Yeah. Do you remember the uh, fire up videos this year that we've got like um, Zach in the workshops and everyone's firing up? Yep. And at no point in those videos or the pictures from that whole day did Zach look happy. And it wasn't that he was unhappy. It's that he wasn't ecstatic that with things were working. It looked like he just wanted more and he continually wanted more. And I think that's a, 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 I do not think it's a negative. I think it's a positive. The fact that we're constantly striving. We're not happy yep. that it's working. Yeah, okay, it's fired up, brilliant. We're not happy that it's just normal. We constantly driving for more, and he just looked like he was determined to get better, and that's what I loved or, about those pictures. Was that his poker face? Is he already thinking, "Yes, come on," and he's was just it... not showing that. Maybe it's it like was a day after he had above the water. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Exactly. Exactly. I um, did notice that on the livery launch, we well, there was some chat around uh, Twitter that the, the rear wing, the outside of the rear wing didn't have any sponsors on it. And like, what were we going to put there? Was it going to be the Monster Energy and all that? And uh, uh, then uh, drop boxes appeared on the rear wing, on the space that was left empty, as if that was almost in the works. Is by magic? Yes, and it's good. <laughs> Picking up yet another sponsor. Yes, yes. Official partner of boxes to be dropped or something. I don't know. You know, at one point they're going to say Lando Dropbox, Dropbox, Dropbox. Yeah. Do you know what though? It can it can be a challenge when we come up with new sponsors. And uh, might this be a good time for me to mention my exclusive? You've got a new sponsor. Well, no, the exclusive press release that I showed you earlier. Um, you can do. Okay, I'll be super quick so that I don't derail the agenda. The reason I, I think it segues nicely was because I was thinking about the fact that 
if you were building a car and you were trying to think of how to relate those sponsors, that could be sometimes challenging. So I'm proud to announce that I have a, a press release here that I can share with the world now. Um, this is from Fraggle at McLaren Doggo, if you don't already follow Fraggle. And we've got a, an, an update on the MCL 38K9, the, uh, the Doggo car that is released every year. Uh, for immediate release, it says on this, here at the DTC, Doggo Technology Centre, we have been very busy over the winter putting together our challenger for the 2024 season. The MCL 38K9 is an evolution of last year's car and will feature sausage-powered upgrades in key areas. I like that. Mr. Zach continues to bring in the sponsors, and I'm pleased to announce an exclusive deal has been signed with Dogbox as our new technology partner, Dogbox. This year's livery will feature the famous papaya, as well as plenty of carbon fibre. Keep an eye on socials for the upcoming launch. And we've got a quote, it says from our driver, Fraggle the dog, woof woof, a woo. There you go. So, uh, guys, follow at McLaren Doggo and look for the updates. Official breaking news just for us here at the McLaren Fans Podcast. I, I absolutely love dad jokes and the quote from the driver got me, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think what what Fraggle does every year, pulling together a car, redesigning it, especially not having opposable thumbs, it's great work from a dog, and I think we all applaud that. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Look anyway, forward to seeing it. So, box, I, I call it dog box from now on. Right. <laughs> and papaya. Yeah. Papaya. Um, yes. So, obviously, there was a car launch. There was a bit of a shakedown at Silverstone. Um. I believe you guys went and had a bit of a sneak behind the uh, the fences, underneath the yes. fences, over the fences. I don't know. How did you sneak in to try and have a look? We heard a rumour that McLaren were going to do their shakedown at Silverstone on Wednesday. Yeah. And um, I came up with a stupid, completely idiotic, brilliant harebrain idea of going, well, why don't we go to Silverstone and sit in the hotel and watch? There's a hotel there that looks over the track. Let's go do that. And um, someone was stupid enough to say yes. Someone else on this call was clever enough to say no, I'm not an idiot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we, we we drove a few hours in the hope of seeing maybe a little bit of papaya going around a track. Yep. And it was it was awesome. <laughs> So the the plan didn't go quite as we'd hoped because what they did was split the circuit. Um, and we knew Mercedes was there as well, but I was naive enough to think there'd be split times. Maybe McLaren would be 9 till 12, Mercedes would be in the afternoon. And I assumed that all of the cars would be in garages on the International Pit Straight, the Hamilton Straight, in front of the hotel. Um, and as we stood on the balcony, we suddenly became aware of the noise of a car and that it wasn't coming near us. You could hear it in the distance. Um, and I was able to find out from someone at Mercedes that they were, in fact, in the main building on the Hamilton Strait, and that McLaren were, in fact, in the old pit strait um, over the other side of the circuit. And then they split the circuit so that they were doing a short 50-second lap, and Mercedes would be on the part that passes the hotel, at which point Andy and I 
used an expletive and suddenly realised <laughs> the car was never going to pass us, um, and and we didn't want to wait to see the the nice the nice silver one, so we went off for a walk, and I got very wet feet. Let's just say K-Swiss papaya trainers are not waterproof. <laughs> we went through a few bushes and we yeah, didn't yeah. we did not break through any fences that weren't already no, open. No. We just yeah. walked along through the old car park areas and we found next to the Silverstone UTC college that there was a fence and we could just about see through. And if any of you follow Andy and I on Twitter, you'll have seen pictures of the garages and that you can see the top half of people dressed in our team kit and you can see a garage door. You can see a reflection of a car going along that pit lane. You can hear it. Um, you can see the rooster tail spray as it goes by and you can just see the top of the car. Um, we did not see the whole car at any point. <laughs> However, we felt super cool because we felt like we were there. We were there at the launch. You see the videos of like the um, Marinello circuit, like Ferrari and the, the diehard Tifosi there against the fence and like, the car going around and they're just spying it. And like when I heard the rumor that McLaren were going to um, be testing at Silverstone on, on the Wednesday, I was like, that image came straight into my head. Can we go and lean up against a fence and can we see McLaren and can we see it um, like without... Oh, 200,000 people there as well. You know, can we go and get our own little piece of a uh, just fun story? And um, it was fun. We we saw a millisecond of car go past and we saw a lot of spray, but uh, <laughs> yes. I couldn't care well, we less. Like, I had a great day. There's a car, there's a car, there's a car. And we were like, oh, who's that on the pit wall? Is that Tom Stallard? Couldn't really see long way away. Who's that? Someone holding a camera. And, and, you know, we were guessing that maybe that was Oscar and Lance. We could see from the reflection of the car, it was a fluoro helmet. And you could see that it was Lando's helmet. So we knew Lando was in the car. So, yeah, it, it, it was, you know, it's one of the crazy things real fans do, right? We do stupid stuff. <laughs> complete, complete folly. 100% folly. <laughs> So when we were researching it, a night in the hotel was going to be £208 for a trackside balcony hotel night for the of Wednesday night. Yeah. Not not worth it. But we went and just sat in the cafe. Brilliant. Cost us a couple of cups of coffee. And then we walked yeah. around the track. We were planning on having could lunch. You have, um, could you have gone into the, um, what to call it, Silverstone Experience Museum and seen it from there? Good point, you Andy. Good point. Yeah, we could they have blacked done. it out. They, yeah. they covered the track area so you couldn't see the track from the museum. Yeah, because that's and they they weren't letting people out of the back door either. Right. So they've they've not they've noted what to do with that then. Yeah. I mean, give them credit. McLaren did a private shakedown test. Yeah. The, yeah. the first word of that sentence was a thing that we were trying to not have. Yeah. <laughs> So they did brilliantly. Like we walked around the back as well. We went right out back and tried to get as far anywhere we could to see that half the track. And it was um, it was just fun. Yeah, I mean, I think Sarah and myself are fortunate enough that we could at a last minute rearrange a few meetings at work and effectively have a a bit of a WFH nice work from hotel. Yeah, that was the plan. And yeah. uh, and you know we we got quite excited when we started planning it. We um we we started planning it the day before. Um, and we were all we were full of a buzz, as I'm sure you were, Mr. Donnelly, as well. The day before was quite a buzzy day for all of us, wasn't it? It was. It was. Yes. Um, uh, we were all lucky enough to uh, be on a call with Mr. Zach Brown, 
and Mr. Oscar Piastri. Um, we had a half an hour Q&A, uh, not just us three. Um, that I think there was about 30 fans on the call in total, um, where people got asked various questions about uh, the upcoming season and things like that. That gave us a little bit of an overview of what was going on and how they felt about things. Um, and it was, you know, very, very enjoyable and, and really good of the team to do that. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess we were all sat there kind of hoping that maybe they'd go, oh, and here's the car. But <laughs> actually, in reality, they're never going to do that on a digital platform where somebody could take a screenshot no, or something exactly. like that. So. Um, it was it was great. It was really good to to see all the familiar faces that we've been to events with and and that we know are other super fans. Um, and I got to ask a question, which I was quite happy with, because um, so, we submitted some questions ahead of time. So my question was to Zach to ask him if he'd got any bets or wages in place with Lando and Oscar about how they might want to be rewarded if they win a race this year, or you know if they do well. I noticed that um, he wasn't going to go for the tattoo. No, he did state that. He said there will, there will be no more tattoos, he said. And he said, but he hadn't got anything in place. So then he reached out to Oscar on the call and said, so, Oscar, what, what would you like? And Oscar was a bit, oh, I don't know. I haven't thought about that. We suggested maybe he might want to pick a car from Zach's private collection to drive. You know, he's got a, a plethora of beautiful championship winning cars there. Um but Oscar said it might be something about the lake at MTC, so maybe there might be someone jumping in the lake or something like that. So maybe he has to do wait? a triathlon around the lake. Yes, <laughs> the MTC <laughs> triathlon on the underground exactly. hidden track as well, obviously. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we we wait to see. One thing that Zach did say at the end of the call that really touched all of us very personally, and we, we'll share that with the the pod watchers and listeners, is that he was a fan himself and that he remembered the feeling when he first met a driver um, and when he first went to races and when he first did things as a fan before he was in the position he is now. And he said he still remembers that feeling and he knows what that's like. So it, it really did feel like he was in touch with, with us. He really knows, you know, how important fans are to the sport, to the team. They feel that support. So we definitely felt that he understood that, guys, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, let's yeah. hope there's uh more of this type of fan engagement um across obviously a wider audience as well. Uh yes. as the season goes on. Um I do know this are kind of sat there scratching their heads trying to come up with some of the best things to do and trying to sort of uh you know, do some unique things. So I would say hopefully watch this space. I'm sure there'll be things that happen at races and uh elsewhere. Um, yeah, you know. Do you know what though? If people have an idea of what McLaren could do for a bit of fan engagement, the yeah. best thing we can do is tell them. Yes, yeah, 100%. They might press delete on 99 emails on 99 tweets and just ignore them. But then there might be one they go, ah, oh, that's an amazing idea. Yeah. Like, um, I, I've been sending suggestions in for years. And, I mean, I've done one of them. <laughs> um, which was actually a, a quiz thing you would do on Discord, McLaren Discord, brilliant. All right, but at least the ideas are going in and giving them options. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm an IT nerd and I'm trying to give them social media ideas, so never going to work. But yeah, send them in, see what happens. 
they're definitely listening. That's the message there. You might yeah. not see a response, but they read and they listen and they're taking it in and they're looking for what they can do. So, yeah, any ideas, guys, please share them with the team. They will appreciate it. And they are unbelievably overworked. Yes. Yeah. With all the different races, uh, racing types we have now. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the fact that our Formula E and Extreme E team share the same team principle. Mm -hmm. Ian's out in Saudi Arabia right now for Extreme E at the weekend. And then he's going to be starting back on the uh, Formula E yeah, in a couple of weekends' time. Exactly. They're, 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 they're overworked, but they love it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about one of my favorite parts of the season kit launch. I'm always oh. excited. Always excited by the kit launch. What are we going to get this year? Is it going to be different? Is it going to be zebra stripes again, like we had years ago? Yeah. <laughs> Is it going to be lacy, lacy the yeah, exactly the lacy women's <laughs> Vodafone top, things like that? What, that what was the women's one that came out and just went right down? It was a really low cut, almost like went down very, to the belly button. It was a very revealing v neck women's Vodafone oh, Honda shirt. Oh, I was the Honda year one as well. For wasn't anyone it? that had boobs, that's for sure. Oh, you mean the one with the the, the scooped neck? Yeah. Yes, yeah, that one. Yeah, it was it was it was not helpful if you had breasts. That was that was definitely not considered as part of the design. Yeah, well, you know, I would say that what we've got now, design wise and quality wise, is a lot better. Um, um, yes, look, sort of. Um, people have had new kit arriving this week. Um, I've just got the new shirt, team shirt, pack up shirt, yeah, set, uh, whatever it is. I will say it is different material to last year. It's um, a lot more like a football shirt in its material. Um, but that also means it's quite clingy. If you get is it me. a bit nipply, Andy. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, do, do, would you recommend to listeners of the podcast that they might need to size up for instance um i've gone with the same size as last year and it's comfortable let's just okay. say um so I, i'm not so sure whether sizing up or, or down is a, a good idea i know somebody who bought the big coat the big coat and they've already had to return it because it's massive so, um, yeah, but that's good because I'd like to be able to put a hoodie underneath it. And normally, yeah. the coats I buy are so tight, I can't do that. So, that's that's good news. The big coat is my favorite item, I have to say. I've got a big coat that I wear to the football for Stone Market Town FC. It's so warm, it's so good if you've got a bad back, it's so comfortable. I, the big coat is, is on my wish list. It's a very football kind of content it is a bit isn't it that well they are yeah. they, to be fair they are a sportswear football kit manufacturer um and really Good. just started to move into f1 and other sports oscar had like, the big coat on yesterday, rugby though, for a while as well i think yeah, yeah. Um, can i just put us back to one thing that we've completely glossed over what was that this week we had the kit launch andy donnelly is currently wearing the kit that he ordered this week the Miracles do happen quickly. Yes, yes. He's still waiting for his order from last September. But he's say, got the yes, kit. exactly. There's still an order <laughs> outstanding from last September, but yeah. the kit launch stuff arrived this week. Yeah. How? I 
hopefully conversations have been had behind the scenes and they've got processes worked out and kit being shipped. I think I think the thing that they've done this year that's different to what they've done previously. We've always had a pre-order window, yeah. And this year it seems like they've wait, they've they've stopped, got the stock, and then pressed the button. Whereas we haven't gone and pre-ordered everything, and then what would happen then is that somebody would receive their stuff in two or three days, and then somebody yeah. who'd also pre-ordered that same day within five minutes of the other person, and maybe even before, wouldn't get their stuff till six weeks later because of however they do their manic picking of things or orders of just you know they didn't have any process in place maybe they've changed that i don't know but um, yeah normally this time of year i've ordered a lot of kit but this year i just basically went right i'm not risking it by ordering a lot i'm just going to go for a couple of things and order that I thought there might have been a different reason, Andy. I thought maybe you hadn't ordered so much because it's quite similar to last year. Um, there is a bit of that. Radical, yeah. But having got the actual shirt itself, yeah, I think I'm going to probably buy a like the 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 opposite colorway of this one. Yes, yes, well. I know the one you mean. Yeah. Um, and probably a polo you, at some point. Could you stand up and give us a twirl? I can. Yeah. I'd like to see the full thing. Listen to the podcast. A... Get excited. There, you go. there he is. Oh, so I wanted to see these little stripes on the front, Andy. Yeah, that look printed. like you might have a pocket. What are they made of? They're made of printed material. Oh, so it's not a pocket. No. So it's not it's not a stick on bit of plastic like I feared. It's the same as whatever that is. It's right. Okay. Printed on. Yep. Yeah. Do you know what though? So I mean two things i'm wearing last year's shirt and i still have like every single letter on it none of the decals have fallen off off. none of it's but um, there's more there's more i'm I'm wondering how long ago they approved the kit because that blue stripe on andy's t-shirt and on the uh, g we know that we know that zach had told us that the formula e that he just approved it then so that was he'd approved it wasn't it approved a year ahead yeah so that's not on the car though that blue stripe is nowhere near the car no. So does that mean they changed the livery at the last minute and that they were expecting to have the blue on it again? It's a nice top, Andy. Yeah, I like the top. Oh, Andy, are you doing a catwalk? <laughs> <laughs> Viewers on the podcast are in, uh, getting a nice little treat. You're not there. allowed to smile if you're on the catwalk, you know. But there you go, guys. So new team kit on display. I can't believe um, it's arrived this week. That's yeah, shocking. I'm, I'm astonished. Um, I'm not going to complain. No. No, no, definitely not. But it's good for the podcast that you're able to show people. I've got to yeah. be honest, I haven't ordered anything yet, but the but the big coat is on my list. I did See. think there were a few things that had gone up in price a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I yes. know, I know it's new era, but ninety five pounds for a hoodie. Well, I just feel sorry for any parent that wants to oh, buy a hat for me. their kids because that is ridiculous. Well, now you've been modelling, maybe people will want to do that to you, Andy. Um, <laughs> I just, I just thought if I had two kids and I'd got to buy my baseball cap, I'd have to wait till the sale. Um, yeah. Well, and I, I guess that's my feeling. Wait till we get a podium because there might be a discount. <laughs> I, there is, but there's also another way you can get a discount right now. I know what you're going to say, Andy. Tell them. If you sign up to McLaren Plus, which is kind of their newsletter, not only do you get to hear everything from the team and it keeps you up to date. Yes. 
if you sign up with the same email that you have a store account with at McLaren store, you get 10% off. 10% just now, for signing up and receiving an email. Exactly. So what is that? That's I a tenner off. Enough. That's pretty much a tenner off your £95 hoodie. Yep. So, yeah. It's definitely and worth doing. Definitely worth doing. So if you're sat there going, right, I'm just going to go and buy some McLaren merch, sign up. If you've already um, you're already signed up, well done. Make sure you use it. Um, it, it matters, though, because like, it brings a 41 quid cap down to 36 quid. Which is a bit more realistic, let's be honest. And thirty-six ten percent is to the people on the podcast. I'd always assumed I knew, but well, it's it's not thirty-six ten percent. It'd be a little bit more than that, but a little yeah, bit less yes. than that. Even. I'd yeah. also but... add. I'd also add that if you look on top cashback, I don't think that shows very well on my camera. No, we can just see a white screen. Yeah, if you look on top cashback, you can get five percent back on the McLaren store as well. So not only do you want to be a member, but you also want to go through Top Cashback and then to the McLaren store, and then you'll get some cashback. So we are trying to find ways to help you buy your team kit this year. Yeah. And if it appears on the Cast Store website, they've always got an offer on. You can always find a discount for a Cast Store. Yeah. Yep. And if you if you want a mug, there's none on the McLaren store site, but you can buy them from the McLaren fans podcast site. <laughs> exactly. No. And whilst you mention that, Key rings of Sarah and fridge magnets, twenty five percent off at the moment. If you, I'm oh, sorry, twenty four percent for for twenty twenty four. If you if you spend more than ten pounds, have a look. Yeah. So, um, if you own a yacht in Monaco, or your supercar is an MP four twelve C, or a seven twenty S, or maybe you've got a collection of E type Jags at home, just lying around. Deciding on whether you're going to pick the red, white, blue, or the yellow one this weekend, then the other team kit launch this week is probably for you. Um, we have a Reese collaboration now. Granted, I've never come across Reese before. I probably on my radar of clothes that women wear, sort of thing, like Oasis, you know, shop and <laughs> stuff like that, right? Um, so, but some of it's lovely. There's yeah. a few fleeces that are really nice. There's some absolutely gorgeous polo shirts. Um, yep. There's a leather ja women's leather jacket that... 900 um, quid leather jacket. Nice. Looks good. Yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm struggling to get over £95 for a team hoodie. £198 for a fleece. Is that, is um, that the... Um, the the, the, just yeah it looks yeah. great but oh, jesus i'm like catering for all unfortunately markets. you can't get 10 percent no, off that either actually actually not catering for all markets so let me do my sarah moment brilliant designs things i'd like to buy things i'd love on there but reese is not an inclusive store for a girl like me Unfortunately, I've, I've, even when I was at my slimmest, I could still never buy anything from there. Not only do they only go up to a lady's size 16, but they come up very small. And looking at the website today, the ladies' items, although it said they did an 18, they, that was crossed out on most of them. On the men's, XXL was crossed out on most of them, so you could only buy as big as an extra large. 
and looking at the size charts for those, they're very, very small sizes. So um, all of you that are skinny out there, enjoy Reese, please. Sorry, you, you, skinny and rich. Skinny, skinny and, rich. and rich. Yes, yeah. yes. I mean, but, it's great that we've got these collaborations. It's like to me, the travel cases, they are good quality. Remember when we all bought a lap 56 rucksack, even though it was 200 pounds, because it really lasted and it was good quality. Still but, using mine to this day. Exactly. Um, there's some things that are a little bit out of reach for the normal person. So for us normal people, TK Maxx do have clothes in from last year's sale <laughs> from last year's stuff there was uh oscar piastri hoodies in uh, mclaren t-shirts yeah. in team yeah. team wearing um, i saw a couple of t-shirts 9.99 um and to be honest i've bought a couple of lando hoodies and long sleeve t-shirts and things now and they wash really well they last really well so i suppose i i know i'll buy some team kit because i always do but i might not buy as much as normal and i might branch out into these other things but Alas, Reese, I will not be coming to visit you because, well, you know, yeah. there'll probably be a padlock on the changing room, you know. Yeah, right. Any, any fat jokes anyone wants to make, please do so. But you know, yeah, please like direct them at me. Stuff. I'm I'm used to them. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm quite I'm quite happy. You know, I've been shouted at in the last couple of weeks from a car. Have Keep you? running, fatty. So there you go. You know. Oh, I was motivational. Running. It was a positive. It was. <laughs> and, and I'd like to point out I wasn't running to the pie shop um, like most people would think. But there you go. Or even the papaya shop. Um, hey. Right. Hey. Um, I wanted to kind of wrap up with um, I've not not had a rant for a while. And it's not yes. much of a rant, but it's, it's kind of why a car launchers different now now i remember back in the day where we had the spice girls i remember the spice girls and uh (laughs) (laughs) um, let's not talk about christian horner um and then uh um yeah you know we had launches there we had the launch in berlin where fans were invited to bring a piece of the car and it was built like lego we've had launches at the mtc where fans have been there and engaged that and they've all been grand events yes and, and really sort yeah. of since lockdown everything has gone kind of digital and i kind of sat there thinking why is this is this my first thought was are we now in a digital fan world and that's all that really matters um you know the, uh, ai fans just as useful to the team as real real fans who knows or is it the cost cap? Has the cost cap affected it somewhat? I don't know. So, what are we thinking? We've got two minutes, two or three minutes. I'll play devil's advocate. A car launch, livery launch, season launch makes no difference to the speed of that car. Put all the effort into making that car faster. Yes, yep. but you need partners to get money to in order to run the car, and therefore you're on they the side of the car. Go, going to... over the line first, you're on the side of the car bang on okay so cost cap andy <laughs> we googled this and we looked up at what's included in the cost cap and what isn't and i believe looking at it the cost cap does not cover uh driver salaries the three highest players travel costs marketing costs which is what i think that is um license fees etc etc so 
I don't think it's to do with the cost cap. But does it matter when the car you see at a launch is not the car that will be on track? We all say this. What's the point in doing loads of analysis and going, oh, you know, look what's on it. And then it comes out in Bahrain and it's totally different. Is the only value to a team the PR promotional side of things, the marketing, which they can do online anyway? Yeah, but, you know, like things like, you know, I know that you said that it's not included in the cost cap, but then there was what does the cost cap actually cover? And they've got like kind of a generic catch-all at the bottom that just says all additional costs. So yes, a, yes. it could have even come under that. Who knows? But it does what? say it covers expenditure related to car performance. So it Did could be Red that. Ball get pinned for too many sandwiches. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's what they said it was, wasn't it? So, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just think it, it's not like you said. You guys went to a to a private uh, <laughs> shakedown yesterday. Let me just say they weren't invited. They just went along Not to have a look through the fence, right? Um, yeah. But wouldn't it be great if, if you know, they did say, right, okay, we'll have a day and let's get some fans along. Don't, don't necessarily have to be there to see the car going past. Is it too risky to do that now because everybody's got a phone and social media and everything else like that? Probably. I don't know. Just I'm kind of... Stumped at why there's not a bit more fan engagement around car, car launches like they used to be, and they're not much of a grander thing. Was it last year or the year before where Ferrari literally filled a grandstand with fans and put the car on track for the car launch? Possibly, or the year before. Yeah, I can't remember. It was I'm not a Ferrari fan, but yeah. they did it. And what what difference does it make to them? Like, it, to the team, not a lot. To the fan that went and sat in that stand, amazing. Yes. They would have yes. loved it. That impact, that interaction would have been amazing. You go back to Zach's point about you remember those sort of things. Yeah. You know, they could easily have picked 100 McLaren Plus fans. Said, right, we're going to bring you down. We're all going to give you a cap that's signed. There you go, sit in the stand for two hours. You know, I'm sure the PR people, the marketing people, could have used them for their advantage. Quite easily. Yeah. Exactly. Kick Mercedes out of the big thing. We'll have gone that one. <laughs> right. Um, I guess that's all we've got time for. Um, any last words? Quick wrap up from everyone? Last watch words. The, watch the Extreme E this weekend. Watch the Extreme right. E this weekend, yeah. yes. Yeah. I like how go, go vote. Grid play votes. They matter in Extreme E. Go vote. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, keep supporting the team give them your suggestions I think that's really important you know everybody is a super fan if they're involved and they do read what you put so yeah Um, I've got a favour to ask so if you out there in the listening watching world um, could like subscribe or leave a review that would be freaking sweet awesome and we'll catch you next time thanks for listening Thanks for watching. Thank you. Bye.